if you karaoke this song, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> you got how wasted are you if you're karaokeing, Mister Crowley? Did you talk to the dead? Wow, this is a pretty this is a pretty messed up song. I mean, Mr., you know, Alistair Crowley was a messed up guy. Yeah, I'm hitting the dance floor on this one. I guarantee it. <laughs> Welcome to today's Rockcast. We're talking about Mr. Crowley. Now, how many people have karaoke to this song, Matt? Have you ever seen anybody karaoke to Mr. Crowley? Yeah, yeah, a couple. Yeah, it was it, it was a nightmare, but yeah, a couple of them. This song is a really weird song, uh, and it does not make you want to hit the dance floor, does it? <laughs> well, for, yeah, for some not, people, not a sane person, no. It's really, really a messed up song. But Ozzy is uh, talking about Alistair Crowley. Now, Ozzy mispronounces his name much like Ozzy does a lot of the time. I mean, how many words does, I'm the prince of darkness. I mean, <laughs> what is, you don't even know what Ozzy's saying part of the time. He mumbles. It's like he's got, you know, marbles in his mouth now. But I guess when you've done LSD for 28 years every day, um, it's hard to talk, but man, he can sing when it comes to singing. Yeah, he should be mandated to sing everything he tries I, to communicate. I, think, I agree. <laughs> totally agree. So uh, Alistair Crowley, here's how I remember his name. Crowley rhymes with unholy, and it's Alistair Crowley. But uh, I may refer to him as Crowley because uh, because of Ozzy. But anyway, Alistair was a black magic magician and he was known as the wickedest man in the world. And Ozzy was intrigued by him and really dedicates this song to him and is even known that he's dedicated the album Blizzard of Oz to Aleister Crowley. Um, and it's pretty messed up because uh, when the song starts, it's kind of eerie. I mean, do you, do you feel like you're in a spook house? Yeah, it's uh, definitely creeps me out. So uh, it's... <laughs> Way different than the other ones. It, it's a very, very strange song. Um, of course, Randy Rose and his guitar work is just out of this world. The riffs that he can come up with, and um, but the song is like you're in a you're in a horror movie. You're in a you know you're creeped out. It feels it feels dark, and and then Ozzy comes on and talks about uh, Mr. Crowley. Did you talk to the dead? What went on in your head. And so Lester was um, fascinated with the occult. He was raised in a Christian home, very strict Plymouth Brethren home in England. Uh, his dad was a, an evangelist that traveled around, and Lester followed him. And then at uh, the age of 11, uh, Lester's dad, uh, when Lester was 11, his dad suddenly died. And this changed everything for him and he totally rejected uh the Christian teaching uh and rejected Christ and said when he read the Bible he had identified with God's enemies. And so it's a really, really messed up life. And here's here's one thing that Alester is known for. His he came up with his own religion. And that's what man does. When when man rejects God, the true God he makes up, he becomes his own God. And he gets this idea that that he, he's got a new religion, and the new religion is about him. 
and his mystical religion that he came up with that was called Thelema, Thelema. And here's what Alester said. He said, all you have to do is be yourself, do your will, and rejoice. Now, so do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. This was dictated to him by some demonic presence that he was trying, that he was conjuring up. I mean, he was doing some really, really crazy, weird stuff, trying to get these demons to talk to him. And, and they did. And they told him that this, this is the new, this is going to be the new religion. This is going to take over. And so Lester has, although his life was, he was a heroin addict. Uh, he, he about went crazy, but now he's celebrated as this genius. It, it's really sick. So I wonder who inspired Aleister Crowley. Could it be Satan? I think it was Satan. It had to be because what Satan does is he gets you to turn away from God, to question God, and just do your own thing. And what is the mantra of most rock music in our culture today is, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. Do what thou wilt. And if you start looking at a lot of musicians, it is just, hey, let's learn how to love and forget how to hate. Let's just, let's just do our own thing. Let's, let's tune in to ourselves and be ourselves and enjoy. And it's, it's hedonism, and it's really crazy. Um, so we're talking about Aleister Crowley. You want to be creeped out, uh, read, do a documentary on him, uh, pedophilia, bestiality. I mean, it is, it is sick and twisted. And it's really twisted for Ozzy to write a song and, and do a tribute to him. Now you say, well, what? He's just writing about him. Well, part of the, one of the lyrics, uh, listen to this lyric in the song right here. Now, in this line, Ozzy says, you know, won't you ride my white horse? It's symbolic, of course. Well, what's what's he talking about? Now, some people have said, well, he's talking about heroin, man. He's talking about a white line and a horse. Well, what is it symbolic of? Well, could be drug use because Lester was all into the drugs and, and conjuring up these consciousness and these demons. But... What Alester also taught was this new age. He actually came up, he is credited with the term new age. So this new age that was going to replace Christianity, was going to take over the world, would be this thelema, which would be do your own thing. And so the white horse, I believe Ozzy's referring to him, won't you ride my white horse? In other words, come in and rescue, rescue humanity from the slavery of the Judeo-Christian bondage, that man is in bondage with this religion and this rules. So when we think of uh, Ozzy and Crowley and, and all that, we have to, you got to go back to the root, which would be Black Sabbath. 
And uh, I was never really a Sabbath fan. I think War Pigs was really the only song that I was really digging out of that just because of the breaks. But musically, I just – some of it was okay. I'd play Iron Man on the guitar just because. Oh. Yeah. And uh, – but uh, I just couldn't get into the, the music part of it. And uh, – but uh, I knew that it was a, it was deeper – then uh i wanted to know right and uh and the thing with ozzy is i'm i'm going to put a disclaimer out okay if you have a interest in trying to dig into this stuff and to really get into the bands and the occult and all that and the ties and and where it came from and all this let me just let me just tell you if you're going to do that, you better make sure that you're grounded in the Word of God and that you have discernment because if you are not, you will get caught up into something that is going to be awfully hard for you to get out of. Well, there's no doubt because it's so powerful. The music, you know, as we say, it sucks you in. And then if you're not prepared, that message gets in you. And what's what's really just kind of... It's it's funny, comical to me in a sense, but it's 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 kind of scary at the same time. Is if you go back and you look at uh, Osborne when he started and the years going out, and how he, you know, coming out of Sabbath and into his own, how culture has really viewed him now with uh, the Osbournes being on TV. And then this this show I, I saw he was on with his son. I don't even know what it is, but I know especially with the Osbournes and Sharon and all of them that the culture views him now as just kind of a, a just a funny old guy, right? And even though he's still you know on the Prince of Darkness and he says it with a grin and kind of a scoff, but when he gets on stage, there's a different persona. I mean, you you see you see a spirit kind of come over him. And and it was always, you know, well, it, that's a mock satanic thing that it's just theatrical. Remember, he's just a rock and roll rebel. They say, I worship the devil. They must be stupid or blind. I'm just a rock and roll rebel. That was his thing. But you can't be a rock and roll rebel without teaming up with the devil. And, and look at who's inspiring him. I mean, Alistair Crowley is inspiring him, and he's looking into, you know, he's fascinated by this power and this occult. And how many songs does Ozzy sing about voices in his head? He he's even said that he's got these voices and these demons, and and he hopes that he's not possessed by who he thinks he's possessed by, which is yeah, Satan. Satan. I mean, who else is it, Ozzy? Yeah, it's not the Holy Spirit. It's an unholy spirit. You look at the darkness. I mean, Ozzy, we, you know, like you said, today's culture celebrates him as just this goofy dad on the Osbournes, and, and he's harmless. But he is a Satanist. He is leading people astray through his music, and, and I'll see you on the other side. And he even mentions God in the song, in this concert. He says, God bless you. Yeah, what God's he talking well, about? Yeah, exactly. It's not the true God. It's not the God of the Bible. It's it's you know this. It's Satan. Well, I know on the New Year's Eve concert he just did uh, when they played Mr. Crowley, his his set was behind the band was a giant cross that was in the center, 
and on the left and the right was Baphomet right. of the cross, and and Ozzy was center stage in prayer during the the intro of that song. Wow, I didn't see that, but man, that just yeah, he wears crosses. I mean, he like he said, it's he's viewed as harmless or it's just an act, but it but it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really isn't. Uh, the song "Suicide Solution." I mean, is a is a crazy, twisted message to say, "Get the gun, shoot, try it. It's the only way out." And so, this kind of message that you know, it's sick and twisted, but people laugh, people don't take it seriously. And so what we want to do in the Rockcast is get you the information to look at the spirit behind the music, who is inspiring Ozzy, and what is the message. So we're trying to help you see what the danger of, of the spirit behind the music. It, it is very dangerous. This, this lures you in, and you can start to believe that you can be your own God, and it and, and this is the danger of, of this. This is why it's satanic. Do your own thing and live for yourself, which is an anti-Christ message. What did Jesus say in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39? He says, whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. I mean, it's just, it's the, it's the reverse of of the message in most music, which is to to find yourself and find your own way, and then you'll be enlightened. And Jesus says, listen, you got to follow me to the cross. you got to die to yourself and, and identify with me. And if you'll lose your life for my sake, then you will find it. And that's what happened to us. That's why we're doing this rock cast. We're testifying to the power of God to rescue two heavy metal head-banging guys that were living for themselves, living for the pleasure of the music and the alcohol or the drugs, whatever it was, and God rescued us and saved us from from destruction. I mean, you, you look at Alester's life; he was he was just he died almost insane and a drug addict, and and his life was in shambles, and it didn't go as he planned. So the white horse never comes. The white horse where you think you're going to be saved by doing your own thing is the Antichrist. The true Christ comes to you and says, die to yourself, I'll forgive your sin, and then I'll give you this new life. But you know what's really jacked up is that uh, I grew up in church and was raised to believe the truth mm-hmm. and all through high school and didn't want to have any of that because I wanted to live for me, obviously. Sure. And uh, But when I would really listen to Ozzy and get into it, I chose not to listen too deeply mm-hmm. as to what was being talked about. You just wanted to enjoy the music. I just wanted to get into the, the rhythm of the music mm-hmm. and, you know, his vocal and all that, you know, it's... It's uh, just the guitar. It's anyways. So the pick harmonics. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, Zach Wild. It's Zach Wild for right. crying out loud, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyways, and then you, you know, of course, you got Randy Rhodes back uh, back in the early years. But 
I chose not to listen too deep to what the songs were about until No More Tears came out. Wow. So what two songs? Now, today was part one of the Rockcast about Ozzy. Part two, what two songs are you thinking we're going to cover? Uh, Mr. Tinker Train and No More Tears. From the No More Tears album. Album. Great. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, we thank you for joining us. I'm Pastor Heath. I'm Matt. Think about it. (laughs) 